We're all about turning a crappy situation into something positive. A quarter million dollars of credit card I debt. I still remember the day when no one turned up. Throw it in the garbage and start from scratch. I could give myself a chance, so I started something. I mean, I think that counts as from poop to gold. <laughs> our sponsor for this episode is our 14-day video script challenge. Yes, we are sponsoring our own show. Yes, we are. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to From Poop to Gold. I'm Daniel Harmon, Chief Creative Officer at Harmon Brothers. My guests today are Jen Gottlieb and Chris Winfield of Super Connector Media, a PR agency. Welcome. Super excited to have you guys on the show. Thank you. Thanks. We're super excited to be here. Awesome. So give our audience a little bit of a background on you two. How did you meet and how did you come to form Super Connector Media? You start, Jen. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. How did we meet? Well, we met in a, I don't know if you believe in the law of attraction or manifesting, visualizing, creating. If I got into the story really, really deeply, I completely manifested this human next to me. Uh, I decided that I was going to do all of the, the stuff from the book, The Secret, you know, manifesting and all that and try it out. And because I've done it before in my life. And I was like, you know what? This worked once before. Maybe I'll just try it because I had read the book, The Secret. I was, I, I had used the law of attraction to do other things in my life. And I've manifested other things in my life, but somewhere along the line, I forgot that it worked. And I was dating in New York city with all the dating apps and swiping. And it was a shit show. It sucked so bad, uh, that I was like, you know what, I'm going to try this manifesting thing. You know, it, it worked before let's try it. So I got really detailed on who this person was. And I wrote everything down on who he was a six foot tall entrepreneur. He lived on the upper West side of Manhattan. He had tattoos. He had a child from a previous marriage. He was previously married, like really detailed. He worked out at Equinox. I still have the list. It's unbelievable. And, and I would talk to this imaginary person every day. And when I would talk to him, I would envision us being business partners one day and creating an empire together because I knew that I didn't want to do business by myself. And I knew that my person that I was going to meet was going to be really into it as well. I just really believed it. And, um, one day I was walking down the street and I got this really weird like, hit from the universe. I just felt like I needed to go join this old gym that I used to work at when I was a personal trainer. Uh, there was this gym that I worked there like seven years ago. I had never gone back um, after leaving and I felt like there's somebody at this gym that I need to meet. So right when I got that idea, I walked right into the gym. I gave them my credit card. I signed up and within two weeks of working out there, I bumped into this guy that I used to date when I worked there years ago. Okay. He was a trainer. And, uh, he was like, so what are you up to now? And at this point in time, I was an entrepreneur. I had my business and it, it felt pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Cause that guy cheated on me. It was a bad, it wasn't a good oh, great relationship. <laughs> so I was like really excited to say I'm doing so well. I run my own business. Um, I do all, you know, in personal development and everything. And he said, you know, you should really know this guy, Chris Winfield. He does something like that. He has his own business. I think he's in the same space as you and he works out here. You should know him. And so this guy that I dated years and years ago at the gym texted me Chris's Facebook uh, profile. And so I added him as a friend and, um, I added her back. He added me back <laughs> a lot quicker than like, you know, some guy who <laughs> for whatever reason. Um, but yeah, it went through pretty quick. And, and then we went and I, I, 
I didn't even think we were going on a date. I thought it was a business connection, walk in the park. And we ended up, no, we were going to have coffee. We were going to have coffee turned into a walk in the park. And that walk lasted like six hours. And I, I was, I I didn't immediately think, Oh my God, this is the guy that like I, I was manifesting. But after a few dates, I was like, it was mind blowing, um, that it was the exact person. And then from that moment on, we were together. And then you want to tell how we got into business together, how that played in. So I'd been doing this event in New York called unfair advantage live and where that came from. Um, I believe actually a mutual friend, Todd Herman, um, was the one of the people who had convinced me to do this. Um, because what I'd always built every business around was personal relationships and publicity. And it was one of these things that I didn't even realize that that's a hard thing for most people networking or getting in the media. And, um, we had this small mastermind we called the dad mastermind. It's myself, um, Todd Herman, Jonathan Fields, who's the, uh, host of the good life project. And this guy, Ryan Lee, who owns an energy bar company. And we always just give each other very, very straight advice. And I had a personal development company at that time. And the, they looked at me and they were like, Chris, why are you not teaching people and helping people with what you do best? And I was like, well, after you guys, what do you mean? And they're like, well, anytime that we describe you to somebody, we call you our unfair advantage. I was like, explain And by the way, the reason I say they said this is they all take credit for it now, but they don't take credit for the bad advice that they've given me over the years. Um, They're getting the royalties. They're getting the royalties. Exactly. So they they said, well, if we want to get in the media, we want to find an agent, we want to get anything. You're able to just take out your phone, text somebody, and in 30 seconds, make something happen that would take us like six months. So I thought, kept thinking about it. And then that year, this was in 2017, February of 2017. Then March of that year was uh, Todd Herman's event. And he had this big event. I helped him a lot with it in terms of marketing around it with expecting nothing in return. And he came after and he was like, listen, I, I want to, I need to repay you. Why don't you do this event and I'll help you do it. I'll, he had a mastermind at the time. One group met on a Monday, one group met on a Wednesday. So he's like, let's do it on the Tuesday day in between and it started there and it was the whole idea was just bring people together bring entrepreneurs together with the media teach them my system and then connect them directly to people in the media so i i've been doing that without wanting to create a business around it and it was just one of these things that right away just took off and i did another one in the next october made it into a two-day event without todd and people kept saying how can we work with you and eventually turned it into a business and but what happened Jen and I met we get together and then she started traveling with me anywhere I was going to speak or anything like that she had her own business but what she was was my unfair advantage because she would talk to people help sell people help like people with their mindset help me with my mindset a lot and we were at a conference in San Diego in August of 2018 and we had just finished up and she had helped like it, make it a success for us, even though she wasn't part of the company. And we went on a run and on the last day, and I was like, why don't we become partners in this business? And then it just, from there, um, we've been partners ever since. That's awesome. That's great. Thank you for telling that story. So the, the PR agency is Super Connector Media. What then, I, you kind of described that, but if you can delineate like 
your superpower, so your superpower, Jen, versus yours, Chris, of like how you do the division of labor so that you're each focused on your strengths rather than, and, and, and helping make up for the other person's weakness. Yeah, it's interesting because a lot of business partners are opposites, successful business partners. You would think like, especially um, partners that are also life partners, you would find that one person is usually the front person, the face, and then one person is more of the back end or what one person has, the other person doesn't. It gets a little, uh, got a little confusing for us in the beginning, I'm not going to lie, because we are so similar. We both bring very similar things to the table. We are both nine and 10 quick starts. We are both the face of our own brands and then the face of this brand. We're both also, our strength is we're visionaries. We're on, we're great on stage. Uh, So in the beginning, I'm not going to lie, we had to figure out what our roles were and it wasn't that easy. There was definitely a lot of bumpiness or a lot of poopiness. If you want to talk about that, like uh, in the beginning in order to create the partnership that we have now, but I'm I'm really grateful for all of that because it's made us grow in such an epic way. But um, where my background is, I was a performer. I did uh, Broadway and television. I was on a TV show on VH1 for 14 seasons. And then I segued into helping people transform their mindsets and their bodies. And I did a lot of transformational coaching uh, because I got really, really into personal development and that whole manifestation thing I was telling you about, I was pretty good at it. So I was helping people uh, bringing in fitness, bringing in uh, mindset coaching and helping entrepreneurs, CEOs, high performers, be better and show up better. And that was one of my superpowers at the time. The power, the when, power of the mind and being able to create, create um, in your mind before going and creating in the physical world, right? Yeah, 100%. Create the body that you want, create the money that you want, create the business that you want. And, um, and we were seeing that with Chris's event, Unfair Advantage Live, the people that were coming to the event were dealing with a lot of mindset issues. When it comes to putting yourself out there in the media and starting to talk about what you do and show Showing up in that big way, that's scary. And there was a lot of fear happening. And we thought this would be really cool and really different to infuse the mindset piece and make this almost like a personal development experience because it really is when you start to put yourself out there and talk about yourself in the media, it is a personal development experience because you are really getting to know who you are and it's scary. So when you do that, uh, a lot of ahas happen and you become a different person or you become more of who you truly are. So when we became partners, we decided that my role in the company, actually I'm co-founder, but I'm also chief mindset officer. So we help our clients and we help our our community really get out of their own heads so that they can share their message with the world and and serve people on a higher level. Very cool. Yeah. And and then Chris. (laughs) Yeah. So the interesting thing with this company, so it was built around just me doing this event and making it very simple. And, um, and what I wanted to do though, and with it is make other people the stars as well and not have it be just about me because that's not really scalable. Um, I'm not really scalable. So that's been one of the biggest things is helping. That's that's really, I think, what I'm best at is helping make other people stars. Um, and with Jen, for example, when uh, we became partners, it was like, well, 
people would say, are you, does that bother you that she's getting attention? I'm like, no, the more that she's known, the better that we're doing. And because I knew she was a better speaker than me. She's better, um, you know, interviews, anything. And I'm completely good with that. So it was always, that's really, I think what it's come down to is just trying to figure that out. And then having the other people in our lives, in our company that are like the implementers and the operators and those types of people. I would say that your superpower really with our agency is being the super connector and connecting, you know, making, making those connections for people. I think that you have such an unbelievable talent when it comes to that. Right. I do think. And that's what I love. I love being able to do that. I love figuring out how I can help somebody who that I can just connect them to that it will be able to change their life, change their business, get them media. Like that's the stuff that gets me really excited. Very cool. Very cool. Love it. Love the partnership. Love the matching the mindset with those connections and being able to really amplify that. And uh, I love I love that you are not hung up on having to be the face. Um, I see a, a lot of that where we can get really protective about our own success as opposed to realizing, wow, the more we can actually help others to succeed, the better off we're going to be as well. So a lot of people don't, don't have that mindset. Um, let's talk for just a second about your poop to gold moment when things got really crappy for you. You mentioned it a little bit earlier, Jen. Um, I don't know if that's the one you want to go down, but where things got particularly crappy and you're able to turn it into something positive. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's been so many, I don't even think I have so much better ones than the one that I was just mentioning. That was just like, us trying to figure out how to be better partners. And you know, that's, um, an ongoing project, but I would say that my poop to gold moment, the first thing that comes to mind is, uh, when I probably, when I, when I hit the, the lowest low of my life, when I had to completely, uh, create a business and actually, um, go out of my own. So my, um, I, the circumstance that I was in, I don't remember what year it was, but I would say that I was about 20, it's probably like 11 years ago. I was, um, doing my show on VH1. So I was on this VH1 talk show. It was called that metal show. It was a TV show all about hard rock and heavy metal music. And I, I was not into hard rock and heavy metal music at all. I was an actress that got an amazing job. And, uh, all of a sudden I became the heavy metal girl. And so I was living inauthentically, uh, if you really, to be completely honest, because I wasn't playing a character. I was playing my, myself it was a talk show. So I was me, uh, but I was playing this version of myself that couldn't have been further from who I was. So that felt really out of alignment, but of course I still went with it. Cause it was a great gig. I was getting paid really well. I was having all these amazing experiences, uh, meeting incredible rock stars and traveling to LA to film. It was pretty cool. You know, it was what anybody looking from the outside would think is amazing, yeah. right? Like if, if people were looking at my social media and scrolling, they would be like, wow, this girl's got it all together. But yeah. uh, behind the scenes, I was also in a relationship with, with somebody, um, that from the outside would look like the perfect guy, you know, lots of money, hedge fund trader. Uh, like we lived in this really nice apartment in New York city. And, um, but our, our relationship was completely falling apart, toxic. He was cheating on me. I was the most depressed I'd ever been in my life at that time because I was completely living out of alignment for who I truly was. And I knew that in my gut, but I was too scared to take any steps to leave or to change because of fear of what would be on the other side. I had nothing on the other side. So, um, I think that when, when we know deep in our gut that something is not working, we subconsciously 
uh, sabotage to get ourselves out of it. And I think I did a few things. And then also the universe came in and helped me a little bit to make all of that blow up. And my boyfriend at the time broke up with me and he basically gave me like five days to get out of our apartment and leave. And uh, I had, he gave me $500 and that was all the money that I had. My show got canceled within that same week. And so I found myself going from this big, beautiful New York city apartment to living in a tiny little room with six other actors within with like this window that faced a brick wall. Mm. And, um, it was, that was like in a five day span. And so I sat there in that little room with $500 that my ex-boyfriend gave to me. Like I was, you know, like that, oh that I mean, that alone was like a slap in the face. Yeah. Um, but I, woke up every morning during that time. And I was like, one day I'll know why this happened. I just had to keep writing that down because I felt more helpless than ever before. Like I was one day, I'll know why this happened. One day I'll know why this happened. One day I'll know this happened. And for months I didn't know why, you know, but now I can sit here and tell you this story poop to gold. I know exactly why that was the greatest thing that ever happened to me because that is what kickstarted me saying, all right, I got to make some changes now. And now I, that shit's got to happen for the shift to happen. Mm-hmm. And so I became a personal trainer. You know, I, I started to create my own business and then every single baby step that I took from there built me up to where I am today. And so if that didn't happen, then I may still be in a crappy relationship, living out of alignment, pretending to be somebody that I wasn't and completely depressed. So that was it. So much of those really great pivotal decisions in our life come from moments of just pure desperation, right? That's when you really actually start to think creatively where is in the past you might have put up a blocker of like no I can't do that because of this or no that no no way I, I, I'm already, I'm already this far down that road but when you hit that rock bottom you're like all right I guess anything's possible at this point <laughs> right yeah. yeah love it thank you so much for sharing that um, Chris anything that you would add well I have so many I have so many different um, poop to, to, to gold um, you know I, I think the biggest thing just the, the reminder about it and I, I'm thinking about this a lot today I was actually getting uh, doing a talk earlier and was reminded of this that there's so many of the times in my life where it felt like the worst thing ever it was the worst time and this is really important I think now with everything going on to just remember but like where I was in the most pain the most um, everything just like felt like it was falling apart and every one of those moments I look back and I'm like wow thank God that happened mm-hmm. now it doesn't feel like that. Like even recently I've had those moments and I forget, like, I'm like, no, this one will not, I will not learn anything from this. I, this is like, that does not work anymore. And then like already seeing like being on the other side, like being, Oh wow. Okay. That's why that happened. And it was like to learn this lesson. So I I think that's such an important reminder. And to me, especially now with everything going on and it can, it's so easy to just feel like it, like this will never be a good memory. This will never be something that I will learn from this will like, well, nobody's going to have anything, but there's, there is, there's always something good on the other side. Yeah. Especially with something as widespread as like the, the pandemic of coronavirus, right? Like, Oh, there's no way we're all just going to be better off from this in some way. You know, it just feels that way sometimes. Right. Exactly. And we will, we, undoubtedly we will. Yep. Absolutely. Love it. Okay. Um, real quick, a couple more questions I want to get to. Um, some of your, some of your, 
hacks or tips that um, you use as a PR agency, what, what are kind of some of the core things that you like to really teach people and and help them understand in order to in order to really put themselves out there to be able to tell their story in the in the way that they should? What I know I, I'm rambling here, but you you get what you get what I'm saying. What 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 are some of the things that you guys like to attack to help people out? Yeah, so I'm going to give you a quick way to figure out what are the interesting parts of your story. So what you have to do is you have to have an actual conversation with somebody. So that's the first thing. And it's okay if it's Zoom, especially now, but ha talk about what you what you do and see what parts are the lean-in moments. So when someone's like, oh, wow. So for example, when Jen mentioned VH1, you were like, oh, wow. like you, that was a lean-in moment for you. Like that was something that shifted something in your, in your mind. So she knows to say that, to have that lean in. I'm not saying that that's why she said it, but, and then like, see then on the other side, like what are the things that make people just like gloss over and days out? And you know, if you're at an event, look for somebody else to talk to. All right. Those are the ones you want to stay away from, but there's so much just by having conversations like that, you can start to figure out what are the interesting parts about you and your story. And the, the thing is, it's really easy to throw away stuff that is gold. Um, so getting back to from poop to gold, because you're like, Oh, well, th that's not really that interesting. Or that's happened to everyone. Or that was a really bad time in my life. I could never talk about that failure, where what we find is that many times those are the most interesting stories. So our one of our things that we're always saying to people is your mess is your message. So talk about those messy parts. That's why I love this, the idea of this podcast, because it's all about that. It's all about taking the, the the messy parts of somebody's story and then how did that become so instrumental so your message your message like thinking about that and just also thinking about it for people that you follow or look up to or like watching a shit like you don't like seeing the perfect person like because we know it doesn't exist and it's not real so be okay with sharing those parts love that oh that was great um another cool thing to remember that people forget all the time is the media are people too. People are people are people or everybody poops, right? Everybody yep. does. Everybody yep. poops. We're all people. So even the, the media, a lot of people get in their heads because they're like, they think that the media are like so above them and like these yep. gods that they can't get through to, but they're human beings too. They're dealing with the, they're all quarantined in their home too. Like we're all human beings and the media in general needs to create 365 days of content yep. a year. So they need you just as much as you need them. They need your story. They need content from you. And so if you're too scared to pitch yourself, think about like you're actually inviting them to an opportunity to create content out of your cool story. And if you all totally right. flip your mindset into, all right, you can actually help them out, right? That's a hundred percent. You're helping them. You are helping them create content because that's their job and they need that content. Yeah. So that's, that's brilliant. I love that. Um, yeah. and just along those lines, I, I also overheard you, um, seeing an interview, you, you talked about kind of recession proofing yourself, you know, um, which I think is really relevant right now. <laughs> um, and, uh, can you talk, can you guys speak to that a little bit of what, what, what that means and what that strategy is from, from your perspective of making yourself kind of, um, recession proof? Yeah. So when it comes to the media, I, I think, so 
especially let's take this time right now. Um, what happened to so many people is their stages are gone. So let's say you're a speaker or an author. Uh, one of our authors that we work with had, he has a big book coming out in a couple of weeks and he had had lined up the most amazing speaking opportunities ever. Four sessions at South by Southwest, including like one with 400 journalists in it. Um, he was Ted, the actual Ted, and they were giving his book away, Milken Institute, like on and on and on and on. All those just went completely away. Walked so out. the the thing, if it, the easy thing would just be, all right, what am I going to do? But the, the thing to think about is like what happened is that we are now consuming, I don't know about you, but more media than ever. And it's also, um, that's, the, that's a new stage. That's a new way for you to get in front of more and more people because the other amazing thing about it is that also a lot of the things that hold people back in terms of travel and showing up for a TV interview, like now it's wherever you are. Like we're seeing the Today Show being hosted from basements and Jimmy Kimmel Live being hosted from his kid's bedroom and you know things like that. So it's like cut down a lot of the barriers to entry. And so what we're saying when we're talking about using the media to help recession proof your business is to keep your name out there, to be able to find new people, to get in front of more people. So we're seeing people have these amazing, like just growth spurts by just showing up. Like we work with one woman who is a child psychiatrist. She's like one of the top child psychiatrists in the world. And she, her, it's, she's exploding because there's so many different ways to talk about what she does in terms of like this pandemic and like how to talk to your kids about death. How do you talk to your kids about everything being canceled. She was in the New York times in a big article about how do you, do you break it to your kids when everything's been canceled and, you know, on and on and on and on. And you know, that that's for us, that's what it's always been about is like using and also relying on your network and using this time to more than ever figure out not just how your network can help you, but how you can help other people because then you're tapping into the law of reciprocity always. And I think what happens for a lot of entrepreneurs and I'm, I'm guilty of this myself at times is that things get hard and we want to completely retreat and we want to share with people after we figured it out after it's already we don't want to ask for help and the reframe that we always give people is this how good do you feel when you help somebody that you like? Oh yeah. Amazing. You feel amazing. Yeah. So the thing, the next time you ever get worried about asking for help, don't just think about, don't deprive them of that gift. So yeah. of being able to help you. And when you think that way, and it's, it's really amazing. So like those types of things are the way to help recession. Because for me, every, that's how I, everything has always been done is around, is around the relationships and is around the media. Um, and it's, always worked. <laughs> I want to add one thing to that. Um, right now, what we're seeing is people are sitting around searching for mentors. We legitimately are sitting on our computers and on our phones, looking for people to follow, looking for people to learn from. That's what we're doing. So if you can show up 
as a mentor to somebody and what you do as an expert, and you can be their mentor during this time, the second that this ends, or even during this time, they're going to be like, I'm going to pay you money because you've built their following during this time. And now is the time. So whether that's showing up on social media, providing value, showing up in the media, providing value, if, if they found you from the media, if you were in an article and then they went down the rabbit hole and found you and then started consuming your content and you were speaking to them and then you're the person that they follow to learn about how to talk to their children or to learn about new exercises that they can do like while they're sitting at home and you become their mentor, the second that you sell something, they're going to buy it. So that's recession proofing your business. The more people that you can mentor essentially, and people are looking for that right now. Yep. Add that value and they'll turn to you for more value when the time comes. A hundred percent. Yeah. Awesome. Love it. Well, we've got to wrap this up. Thank you so much for coming on Jen and Chris. It's been a true pleasure. Uh, where do you want our audience to look you up? Uh, well, on Instagram, you can follow us, Jen underscore Gottlieb, Chris Winfield, and then you can learn more about Super Connector Media over at superconnectormedia.com. Awesome. Yeah. Love what you guys are doing with your, with your agency. It's really cool stuff and um, really cool to learn about some mutual connections. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Super excited that you were able to take time out to, to join us. I think the message that you share is extremely relevant to what's going on in these extremely unpredictable times. <laughs> we'll just put it that Unprecedented. Way. Unprecedented, but historical. Let's, let's, let's be part of making that history better, right? Yes. Yes. Awesome. Okay. Thank you all again for joining us on this episode of Poop to Gold and be sure to subscribe so that you can get our upcoming episodes and we'll see you on the next one. As entrepreneurs and small businesses, we all kind of reach that point where we know we've created something awesome and we want to share it with the world, right? Mm-hmm. And it's that very next step that can oftentimes be really intimidating or really scary, or you just don't know where to go next, right? And the beautiful thing about this 14-day script challenge is you get your hand held from, okay, you have this cool product, now let's go research and find the exact way to present it and message it to the world in a way that resonates and gets people excited and they're ready to swipe their credit card and purchase. And in the 14 day script challenge, you get the opportunity to go through that step by step with our writers who have done it dozens and dozens of times. You actually watch us go through each of the steps ourselves and create it with a real client, a real product. And um, it's a real campaign that's out there that's been very successful. That's right. And the feedback that we've had on this thing has just been phenomenal. I mean, we get comment after comment and emails flowing in from people all over the world who have just. Uh, raved about the impact that this has had on their business. People tell us over and people tell us over and over again. It is just a huge value punch for the investment for this 14-day script challenge, and and really gave them the tool set they needed to walk through it and make it happen. And we've had um, we've had dozens of students who have successfully taken the challenge, written their script launched their ad campaigns and driven success for their business. It's pretty amazing. For more information, go to hpros.co slash script.